Welcome to the SAMA Podcast, where we talk to the most experienced people in B2B to find answers to one simple question. How can you become and remain essential to your strategic customers? Tune in as our guests reveal what it takes to become the supplier they cannot afford to lose. Learn how to level up your account management strategies to promptly deliver speed, convenience, and success to each customer. Let's jump into the discussion right now with Denise Fryer and Harvey Dunham. Right. Hello and welcome. Thanks for tuning into SAMA's podcast. I'm host Harvey Dunham, SAMA's Managing Director of Strategy and Marketing. Today, I'd like to welcome an extra special guest, a longtime member of SAMA's board, a SAMA corporate member, and a friend, Jeff Williams. And Jeff's long accomplished career in international sales and global strategic account management saw him build successful programs at Schneider Electric and Danfoss before retiring last year in 2023. However, as they say, you can't keep a good man down or retired for too long. And that certainly applies to Jeff, whose vision about the future of strategic account management is clear and precise, which is why we welcome him as SAMA's interim CEO. Thank you, Jeff for taking the time to speak with us today. We're grateful that you're stepping into this important role and we're thrilled to tap into your years of experience for guidance and direction. Speaking of which, I really appreciate your willingness to engage with a concept as you see as the number one priority for modern SAM programs, and that is strategic account management as a business initiative as opposed to just a sales initiative. So I'd really like to dive into this, and I'd like to start right now by asking why this topic is so important for SAMA and our community, and you, right now. Thanks, Harvey. It's uh, great fun to be on the inside working with SAMA as before I've been a customer and a board member for many, many years, but it's a real pleasure to be working with you and the team at SAMA these days, So, and glad to talk about this topic. Because the topic of SAM as a business initiative is definitely relevant both internally to SAMA and, of course, externally to our SAMA clients and the clients of the clients. So externally, experience tells us that SAM programs, which are not operating on a company-to-company basis with their customers, are not really bringing the full value and full extent of their products, capabilities, services and solutions to their strategic customers. And by company to company, we mean all functions, hierarchical levels and geographic areas of the company led by the CEO recognize the enhanced focus to be applied to their most important customers. They recognize their strategic account leader, Sam, GAM, strategic account director, whatever title they have in in the role as the business leader of the company for the interaction with these top customers and the account leader recognition is earned because of the SAM's strong business capabilities and strengths in creating value for both the customer and the supplier companies. So internally for SAMA, SAM as a business initiative is relevant because SAMA has a unique focus and knowledge on what makes both a SAM program and the individual SAM plus team successful in running a customer business and provides the tools, training, and know-how to help companies develop both their programs and their SAMs 
to a high performing level. Great. What a very clear, Jeff. Thank you. Exactly what I understand what you're saying. And what do we mean when we call Sam a business initiative? Does that mean a PL? Yeah, that's a good question. We should clarify a bit. Most companies set up their businesses in the two dimensions of lines of business and geographies. Right. And why? Why do they do that? That's a relatively easy way to track and measure results as lines of business are made of a collection of products and service sales, factories, hard costs, gross margins, et cetera. And geographies are often reported as detailed regional or country P&Ls for fiduciary and taxation purposes. But what about the customer business? Customers, of course, are, are the buyers of the line of business products and service. And at the same time, they live in geographies, their headquarters and lots of their operations are in different countries. So when you select a global or local portfolio of strategic customers to manage, it's quite a challenge to allocate all factory and administrative costs, part-timers operating in a matrix, et cetera, to a customer business. Therefore, when we advocate for running it as a business, it is more about the way the account team, the support team, and all the functions of a company behave, and not as much about counting all the beans dedicated to the effort. It's certainly fairly easy to capture the direct costs applied to supporting a strategic customer, but requires much more work to capture and continuously monitor all of the activity-based costs from all of the organizations in your company touching the, the customer. So the point is really to make sure the major strategic customers are seen at the high levels of the company as a customer business to be led and operated by the SAM and support team with performance reported and defining the SAM company's complete business activity with the customer. And one thing important to me is the financial metrics should be based on cash generation over time and not, say, the typical percent-based metrics that, that salespeople and product line people often deal with. Clear. Very clear. Thank you. So now let's focus on the SAM because, I mean, they are the catalyst in this equation. So what traits and behaviors have you seen in SAMs who treat their job like a business initiative that differ from one who doesn't? Yeah. Yeah, I think... Ari, the very best SAMs recognize two important things. One, they are responsible and accountable for the performance of their own company with the strategic customer. And they are responsible and accountable for helping the customer improve the customer's business performance. The best consider these two basic principles in every major decision they make. Having said this, power, powerful SAM traits and behaviors are one, being emotionally intelligent by not being easily rattled by both the major and day-to-day -day challenges of the business. Two, they have the ability to know when and be able to push back on the customer as required, as well as know when and be able to push back on their own company in order to resolve dilemmas. Three, having a natural curiosity about how things work or don't work, since curiosity often leads key discoveries and innovation. They also don't see themselves as salespeople, but see sales as a subset of strategic account management. 
and as one of the many functions they manage in building sustainable customer relationships. And finally, they understand very well the main business initiative of the SAM's own company and the customer's business initiatives and how to connect those sets of initiatives. That's a challenging job. They're really serving two masters. That's what you're explaining. That's the trick, yeah. Amazing. If it was easy, anybody could do it, <laughs> right? Right. Well, conversely, what difference have you seen in SAMs and their company who treat their job like a sales initiative? You've seen a lot of folks in SAMs. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I think it's no surprise to anyone that most SAMs and SAM programs live in their company's sales departments because most companies place their customer-facing leadership in the sales function. But where they live is not nearly as important as what they do, their level of competence and their level of support from their own company. When companies are treating SAM as a purely sales initiative, SAMs are perceived and treated like often like traditional sales reps or sales engineers with more limited autonomy and decision-making authority and are often excluded from full knowledge of, I don't know, product margin details and the full business impact of all the decisions related to the, to the customer. And in the pure sales case, the SAM scope is more limited to the traditional sales tasks of basic business development, quotations, and follow-up while handling the normal customer complaints, challenges, etc. And importantly, their primary management escalation path is to their local sales manager, who, as you know, Harvey, is likely the busiest person in the company dealing with a constant stream of operational topics. So, and to me, one of the things to look at right away, one of the most glaring examples of having a more pure sales approach is the number of accounts assigned to a SAM. Too many companies initiate the SAM program and may change very little about the focus of the individual SAM. So they may keep a portfolio of 10 accounts and be told to focus more heavily on two, you know, in quotation marks, strategic accounts. And given the limited focus, the SAM is pulled into a much higher percentage of operational tasks versus focus on longer-term improvements to both their company business and the customer's business. For example, you know, one program is started with many years ago, we made a conscious decision and it was an important success factor that we only brought an account on into the portfolio if we could justify the dedication, 100% dedication of a full and full cost of a global account manager immediately and then based on the forecast of where we could go in terms of annual revenue and profit within the coming three to five years for that one account. I think mean, just to repeat, you justified, you didn't bring on an account unless you justified the full cost of a person to handle that account. And that caused us to start small and very focused, and but yet we were still able, using that criteria to grow 10 times over the number of accounts we were handling and of course continued to grow the business. So this allowed us to invest ahead and drive new business and customer satisfaction earlier in a more sustainable way. So in summary, the challenge is not as often living with the person, the SAM, as it is living with their company's unwillingness to take a risk of focus 
and upgrading the talent at the same time so while operating at a higher level in both their own company and the customer. Well said, Jeff. Well said. It's clear. You've got to focus. You can't juggle 11 balls at once or 10 balls. And trust, and trust the focus, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are the three things that Sam needs to do to be seen as a business person versus a salesperson from, I guess, all the different perspectives that they're going to be looked at because they're being looked at internally and externally pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. They, they're, they're right in the middle. Right. So I would say if I had to name just three things, of course, as we discussed earlier, it's a complex and varied job with lots of skills required. But I, the big things to me, one is be extremely competent and knowledgeable about your company and the customer's overall business and the key strategies and initiatives of both your company and the customer. You can't be successful without knowing those things. And the second thing is, when it comes to a specific business opportunity, deeply understanding the goals and objectives of the customer and the line of business in your company that are affected at a high level. You're always operating at a high level when you're a strongly functioning SAM. And three, be able to organize and mobilize your full company's response to a business opportunity or some sort of a challenge in the relationship. And just to be clear, that's just to make sure we're all on the same page. The SAM's doing this and typically they've got no direct reports, right? Yeah, their influence without authority is a big deal. That's right. So that's their special force, so to speak. Right. Incredible. That's, that's part of mobilizing. You know, you got to be good with your customer and just as importantly with your own company and mobilizing a response to an opportunity or a problem. I know you and I are clear on it. I just wanted everybody to be clear on the fact that, that that's typical for a SAM. That's not unusual for a SAM. That is how most operate. So, Right. Excellent. Now, given this, can a prospective SAM be trained on how to behave like a business person, or is this a skill you have to be born with? That's a very good question. I think... I remember even at a SAMA conference a while back, and I think I agreed with it at the time, probably still do on this topic. I heard a research that says people are born with a customer service mentality, and it's not easy to teach. But that said, the customer service mentality is only one important dimension of being an excellent business person. So a, a customer first mentality usually works very well when confronted with certain operational or quality challenge, but it's it's not enough when you're making major business decisions. The trick is really how to craft, optimize, win-win solutions to satisfy as well as you can both the internal business and external customers. So it's not win-lose, it's win-win. You've got to figure out how to satisfy both. And it just doesn't mean being customer first only, you know, in order to, to succeed. So this is often more dependent on technical and finance and business training and developing these influence without authority skills to successfully close and develop the business or resolve a, resolve a problem. I keep thinking now about it's almost like having being between two planets 
you need to be able to understand where both are going and you need to be able to course correct or adapt to and, either or both or <laughs> one or the and other. And then it's not just you. you got to figure out how to connect the citizens of those two planets to work together because it's never just the sand. They, they've got so many connections they need to establish and manage uh, between the two companies. Well, and you, so you're a business person, you're a relationship builder, you're a coach, you're an advocate, you're a catalyst, you're a lot of things in this role. That's why it's the greatest and arguably one of the hardest jobs in the world. And I, I always say, Harvey, name a job similar to a Sam where you touch, if it's done right, where you touch all aspects of your company, geographies, products, hierarchical level, all aspects of a customer company. The only other person in your company that actually does that is the CEO. Right. So it's, you're like a CEO for that business relationship with the customer. It's a great point. Well, and, and finally, when you have great SAMs who are highly skilled business people, it's a tremendous asset for the customer and the company. So what is the lead, their leader, their executive sponsor and or HR need to do to keep the SAM on the team and keep their focus and almost too valuable to lose in many cases? Yeah, as we said, it's a special role. So I think, you know, one of the first things that needs to be done is to make sure the people leading these relationships are, are considered special because they're managing the most important relationships and customers of the company. And one other ways to do that, I think, is showing them through higher base compensation, a bonus opportunity for growth and profit with that customer. Um, that's quite basic, I'd say. Then organizational positioning, uh, I would say it should be around a director level in most companies. Some people call it senior account director or global account director are terms used and have some additional hierarchical levels in the job, right? Start out as a, a GAM and then maybe you move to a global account director from there and you have some professional hierarchical opportunities to grow. And then I would say if you get going really well, you ought to be able to get them to build a account teams, either hopefully with a, sometimes with a small number of direct reports, if economically feasible, to build management skill and increase performance with the customer. And then you should give them, you know, superior training and development opportunities through places like SAMA, you know, give them a chance to be exposed to others who are experts in this field. And then you should escalate their management contacts in your company as well as what you do in the customer company. And you have to have the, the requisite skills, you know, the influence without authority skills, the business skills, the financial skills to be able to do that. But when it was really working well for me in managing people in the past, my global account directors would talk directly with the heads of a line of business. You know, there would be three levels of hierarchy between a product manager and that person, and they would, but they would pick up the phone and talk to the business leader because decisions being made were that important. And then finally, you know, at least exposure in the company, interaction 
with the CEO and C-suite, similar to what I just said, you know, they should be well connected to when the C-suite is visiting with that customer, there should be a lot of conversation about organized executive visits and so on. And then tangible things can be done like inviting the global account leaders to the annual top 1% of the company management meetings, you know, as either a participant or speaker or both, so that all the division heads and geographic heads and so on see, wow, this global account, this strategic account thing is very important to our company. Here's the account leader sitting in our top management meeting. Those are, I think, tangible things you can do to elevate the role. Fantastic. Well, Jeff, what a great summary of what it means to treat the job like a business initiative of the company, not just a sales role. And it's not a question that salespeople are bad or, you know, they have a very important role. There's a whole raft of other customers that need to be tended to. They just need to be tended to in a different way. Whereas this, this is your, these are your special forces. This is the, the creme de la creme. This is where you take your best and brightest and let them do what they do. So also the, General sales team also recognizes that they can aspire to these roles, they can aspire to these skills and so on, and uh, interact with us at SAMA and our colleagues that participate in SAMA events and so on to learn more about it. Uh, Because it's a, it can be productive to just learn the skills that can help you be better at your job. That brings up one Last question, I feel a little bit like Columbo here. It's just one more thing. When you saw a perspective, Sam, is there a kind of number of years of experience that they typically have, but before they're considered for that type of a role, just on average? Yeah, Yeah, it's usually somebody who's had, they probably had some sales experience. Maybe it's five years, maybe it's 10 years sales experience, but that's not all. I mean, the best person I've ever had in one of these roles, a global account director, used to run an R&D, he's a PhD and master's degree in mechanical engineering and used to run a, an R&D function and a manufacturing plant. That was, and had only very little sales experience. He had long experience in those other things, but he really understood how a customer worked at a deep level and came turned out to be one of the best I've ever seen. I do think it's some significant number of years, unless you're just a total rock star that is running up through the company. But even then, you don't want them to come into this job as sort of a two-year rotational thing. In order to be successful, you have to also dedicate some time in the SAM role to be valuable to customer as well as your company. Fantastic. Yeah, it's great to hear you say that. I I kind of guessed that that would be about where you'd end up is 15, 20 years of experience, lots of different roles, and a person who's really ready to yeah. engage internally, externally, and within the bounds of the laws. If there are other people that need to be brought into the equation, you bring in those people. That's the way it works. So, well, this has really yeah. been great. Very insightful. I'm so happy to have you leading SAMA 
And I really appreciate your time. So, Jeff, thank you very much. Thanks, Harvey. It's great to be working with you.